as we said uh, earlier this afternoon, we've got a chance to visit um, the fourth of these qualities of the um, the liberated heart, and turning our turning our gaze, if you like, a quarter turn from the quality of metta or goodwill and friendliness to the quality of mudita of joy of sympathetic joy and uh, this word mudita it also uh, means a, um, a sense of gladness or a sense of delight so often um, in just in in the ordinary process of practice aside from cultivating the brahma viharas uh, one of the one of the steps when you practice mindfulness of breathing, for example, is to practice gladdening the heart, gladdening the mind. So it's a really um, fundamental resource for um, developing an ability to stay steady and present. It's something that um, really supports all the other dimensions of our practice. And like the other qualities, it's, it's also... A natural, a natural capacity of the heart. So, when we're relaxed and well, uh, there's this movement out to um, towards wanting, wanting to draw close to others, to uh, offer them friendliness. And there's also a natural inclination towards uh, enjoyment of them, towards appreciation. So I don't know if you've walked across the fields. I haven't actually been far enough to notice if there are any lambs out there yet. <laughs> there are lambs. So what happens to the heart when it catches sight of some lambs skipping around in the field? Yeah. There's, a, there's a spontaneous sort of lighting up, isn't there? Or, you know, when we, when we notice a puppy or a dog or uh, often children playing or just even catching the glimpse of a smile of another person. If we're, if we're in a good place and the heart isn't feeling cramped or stressed or shut behind those iron bars that can arise, there's a, there's a natural upwelling of uh, a resonating, so a, an, an empathic resonating with sense of enjoyment of life and happiness. One of the places where we access this really easily is in entertainment. Uh, sorry, so, um, you know, it can be really uh, fun to watch, watch people on television being happy. <laughs> if, you, if you happen to like that sort of thing, you know, people, people enjoying success and, uh, and moments of, of delight and happiness on television, on your, your favourite uh, competition shows or whatever. It's just... Uh, it's a really uh, quick and easy way to make this heart feel glad and delighted. But sometimes it takes more work than that, you know. But this is a a good place to start, is to uh, tune ourselves to this frequency, to to, um, bring forth an intention to incline the mind or orient the mind towards the wavelength of enjoyment. And one of the ways that we can do this is just to really take time to notice the spontaneous arisings of enjoyment that happen. 
So one of the things I found sitting up here and facing all of you, I've really struck this retreat in a way that I haven't been before. And I don't know if they're new by the, all the splashes of red and orange blankets around the room. And I look down across the room and it's a sort of sense of brightness and uh, joyfulness that I noticed. Or how it feels when you suddenly the sun comes out from behind a cloud and hits your face and what it's like. You know, have you noticed that it's, it's almost impossible to scowl into the sun? You know, when, when the sun comes out, we, just, we light up into a smile. So I wonder just uh, if, you, if you reflect back on your time over lunchtime or your time today or indeed right now, is there something that lights up or lit up a sense of enjoyment for you? A moment of noticing maybe... Uh, uh, a blossom on a tree or a bird, maybe the way somebody smiled at you at lunchtime or something that happened. Just take your mind back over your recent experience and just see, is there, is there some moment that comes to mind where you were surprised by a sense of enjoyment, some spontaneous arising of enjoyment? See if you can take yourself back into that moment and just relive it for a moment or two. What does it feel like in the body? What does it feel like in the heart? What happens to the muscles of the face? as you take yourself back there. And what's it like to really hover there for a moment and to appreciate not only, not only the, uh, the event or the experience, but to appreciate this capacity that we have for appreciation, this ability that we have to enjoy. And I like this word enjoyment because uh, it has joy in the center, but it's something that we bring to an experience. It's like our, our noticing of it, our appreciating of it, our turning towards it in this way actually infuses the experience with joy. So we can, as we, as we come to watch these things more closely, we can see that the, the joy is, is not something that's intrinsic to the, to the experience or to the event or to the thing that we notice, but it's actually something that arises in our relationship to it. And we can learn to experience that arising um, it more and more fully and in more and more uh, of, of varieties of circumstances. So we want to cultivate this ability to be available for the moments of enjoyment of life. And also to, to not overlook, you know, maybe the less, the less kind of um, juicy or less obvious ones, the moments of, of simple contentment and ease. You know, there, are, there are many flavors uh, in which enjoyment comes. So just to to really also have our radar out for moments of peace, of ease and contentment, not just the exciting, uh, stimulating moments of joy.
And we can, if we practice uh, lingering also with this experience, really uh, letting it take up, uh, take up space in our system to actually resonate in our body, resonate in our hearts, uh, then we, we, become, we, we start practicing our ability to be happy, to be content, to be nourished a sense of savouring our experience. And this is really valuable in, in helping to rebalance the tendency that our minds have to notice predominantly what's wrong, to seek out you know, the, the things that need fixing. So this is, this is a natural part of our survival mechanism, this bias towards focusing on negativity. And so it becomes a really skillful and resourcing part of our practice to actually rebalance that by intentionally having our radar out for what's pleasant, what's uplifting, what's nourishing, what brings joy to the heart. This isn't self-indulgence, this is simply skillful. And of course, there are things that uh, when, we, when we intentionally try to do this practice, we notice things that start to obstruct it. So uh, I've been talking about enjoyment generally, but um, classically, the Brahma Vihara is, is described as delighting in the good fortune of others. And we often notice that that is a, a point of some stickiness. You know, if our, if our heart is in a good space and the others don't have any connection with us where, whereby there's some kind of sense of uh, rivalry for the, for the status of well-being, you know, like the lambs in the field. They're not, somehow their, their happiness and enjoyment of life is not threatening to my sense of uh, my comparing mind. But if we start sort of comparing around the other people on the retreat and noticing that somebody seems to be very serene and happy all the time and we're feeling restless and uh, tense and frustrated, we can, we can sometimes struggle to uh, enjoy their apparent enjoyment of what's happening. And that, that sort of situation catches us over and over again. You know, sure, we can all think of examples in our heart where something good happens for somebody and we may be pleased on one level but on another level uh, something in us feels a little bit uh, threatened or uh, diminished by the good fortune. So this is, this is the experience of envy which is uh, the opposite of this quality of mudita. And the practice of mudita is something that um, slowly can undo and um, unblock this tendency that we have to envy because the tendency to envy is, is based on uh, the, the delusions of this comparing mind that starts solidifying a sense of me with a story of lack and a sense that somehow there isn't enough to go round. Yeah. And uh, we have to remember that this quality, this Brahma Vihara, is another immeasurable quality. It knows no limits. So, of course, if we think that the happiness is in the red blankets, the red blankets are going to run out. There's a finite number of red blankets. But there's no um, limit on the potential 
for, for us to um, notice things to enjoy or causes for gladness, causes for enjoyment. If, our, uh, if, if we're able to rejoice equally in the good fortune of others as well as our good fortune, we're able to um, find a sense of appreciation and gratitude for uh, the experience of being alive and the small um, delights that that offers. Uh, this is a, again, this is a, a, a quality, a capacity of the heart that actually is unlimited. So one person who uh, makes this practice of gratitude and appreciation really central to their spiritual path is not a Buddhist practitioner, but a, a Benedictine monk called David Steindl Rast, who some of you might know. And he, he's one of the first, he was in his 90s now, but he's one of the first uh, Catholic monks to spend a lot of time also doing Buddhist practice and Buddhist meditation. But uh, out of his, his, the various practices that he's done in his life, he's come to the conclusion that gratitude is the most important quality to nourish in liberating the heart. And he, he has the understanding that even in the most uh, difficult of circumstances, there is something to be grateful for. And what we can be grateful for is the opportunity that this moment affords us to respond in some way. So this is quite a high level of understanding of what we can be grateful for, but it does draw us into the possibility of the uh, limitless, uh, the limitless quality of this of this attitude. So mudita in enjoyment. Uh, uh, delighting in the happiness of others is an antidote to envy and it's also uh, an, an antidote to boredom. So, uh, you know, some pe- people have asked what to do about sleepiness, what to do when you're getting bored. Actually, if we start turning our, our attention towards the capacity for enjoyment, this can actually be an energizing thing, an uplifting thing, and uh, help to. Uh, help to counteract that tendency of boredom, which comes from switching off and taking things for granted. So in this attitude, we take nothing for granted. And it also helps us to defrost this sense of isolation, you know, if we realise that actually uh, the more I, I, I can share in other people's uh, delight, we recognize that this quality of delight and happiness is actually, it's not so much a personal thing. You know, we, can, we can take our own enjoyment and their enjoyment uh, a little less personally. We can, we can be uh, grateful for the quality of gratitude. We can enjoy the quality of joy without thinking it's your joy or my joy and that that somehow creates a division between us. This is actually something that actually creates connection There are causes for, for joy and rejoicing that um, the Buddha advised us to notice that he said are a, are a very uh, easy way for the mind to uh, access a sense of gladness and a sense of collectedness that comes with that. And that's things like reflecting on our own integrity. 
So actually um, noticing and valuing uh, our, uh, the choices that we make to live in an ethical and non-harming way. To reflect on one, the wholesomeness and um, benevolence of one's conduct. And again, this is an area where we, don't, don't we spend so much more time noticing the domains in which we've messed up, we've got things wrong, or we've made mistakes, than giving ourselves credit for actually uh, the good actions that we undertake and the ways that we uh, act with care and kindness towards others. Also recognizing our own generosity and rejoicing in generosity. And generosity also does a lot to counterbalance that sense of uh, not enough to go round as we start to actually enjoy the experience of generosity. And then we can rejoice also in our, in our wholesome efforts to practice, in our, in our skillful intentions and our skillful cultivation. All these are causes for gladness that we, again, can take for granted and overlook. But we can actually um, create a practice of intentionally acknowledging these things. And that also just uh, reminds me to, to, to flag up how, you know, when we think about what we appreciate in life, we very often find it much easier to appreciate things external to us. And actually, the aspect of self-appreciation feels a little more edgy and a little more challenging. You know, we, we have a sense that if, if I appreciate myself too much, this is going to uh, inflate me or uh, somehow cut us off from other people that we, we, if we're appreciative of ourselves we'll be bigging ourselves up in some way or we'll, we'll end up on a perch from which we'll fall down but again if we don't take these kinds of um, qualities so personally we can, uh, we can actually recognise that, uh, that they exist in all of us you know, it's not just if, I, if I'm celebrating my own generosity, it's not something that's unique to me. It's a quality that I can find also in others. And we can also uh, reflect that, you know, we didn't, we've, we've learned these qualities from, from somewhere. So actually when we connect with and celebrate the good qualities in ourselves, we can actually uh, think about the people who've exemplified them to us and from whom we've learned them and actually um, feel, sense, uh, tune into our appreciation for, for those people. So actually it connects us with people beyond us ourselves and it also is a way in a sense of honoring the people who've benefited us in our lives you know, the buddha said this is a one of the great causes for happiness is to honor what's worthy of honor so uh, honoring the people who've benefited us and from whom we've learned qualities is something that happens when we actually um, take our own take time to take our own good qualities seriously So we can be gratitude, grateful for the, uh, and appreciative and enjoy uh, that which is already manifest in us. And we can also appreciate just the possibility that being alive affords us. We can appreciate our potential. You know, in this room, there's a lot of goodness that's already cultivated. There's also a lot of potential. And there's an interest in awakening that potential. And all that is a is a cause for gladness and a cause for rejoicing.
So I'm going to, in a moment, I'm going to offer us a, a guided meditation and we'll do the same uh, as usual, have some um, phrases that I'll suggest and you can uh, invite beings and things to mind in w which to appreciate and we'll practice this letting these resonate, uh, linger in consciousness. So the same sort of practice as we've been doing before. But maybe before we do that, you might want to stand up and have a shake out and a stretch and so forth. So just seeing what your body needs, be a little bit of a shake. It can be a very sleepy time of the afternoon, so just see what you need to do to raise some energy up. <laughs> Shaking through the hands and arms, into the heels, maybe bouncing into the heels. <sighs> Taking a deep breath in, if you like, taking the arms up over the head. Full breath into the belly and then shaking out. Down into the belly and again. One more time. And then see a little... Swinging of the arms, swinging at the hips, if that's what you want to do. What movement would give your body a sense of gladness in this moment? Maybe a little massage, a little tapping out, tapping and slapping the kidneys and down the legs, up, up the insides of the legs and then the groin. One more time. Maybe the, the chest and slapping down the arm. Um, waking up this body, this potentially sleepy afternoon body. Oh. You might like to also give your head and face a little tap on the back of the neck and the base of the skull. and then just shake that down maybe stand for a moment and just linger with the sensations of moving feeling the breath deeply into your belly 
Mm. <laughs> Appreciating the life that's here. And then you could slowly find your way back to your seat. And there's always permission in any of these sitting meditations. If you feel what you need to do is stand, is you can you can always start standing and then move to a seat. Or indeed the other way round, if you find that partway through a period of sitting meditation that it would be helpful for you to stand up, that's also an option. <coughs> So as you take your seat or your stand in the space, feeling the support of the earth underneath you, allowing your cells to breathe out, to rest deeply on the earth. Maybe there's some sense of appreciation for the solidity, the support of the earth that arises. And tuning into the sensations of sitting. to the space around you. <coughs> this soundscape in which we're nestled. Appreciating the nourishment of the breath, its capacity it has to refresh and soothe the body without our even trying to do anything. The breath knows how to breathe. 
and beginning this practice perhaps by holding this being, holding ourselves in a sense of friendliness, awareness, and just recognizing the effort that we've made the course of the last two days and indeed the effort that we make in our lives to live as wisely and as skillfully as we're able. And you could just try dropping the phrase, I appreciate my effort. lingering I appreciate my efforts I'm grateful for my existence. I'm grateful for my potential. making room in the heart for whatever arises in response to these to these phrases if what arises is a constriction or a crampness or an argument then allowing that to be held in kindness as we just start to incline the mind towards this sense of Ability for self-appreciation. And inviting you again to turn your mind towards any moments of happiness, of delight, of enjoyment that have 
arisen for you in the course of today and nothing is too trivial to be overlooked. Can you find yourself inside a moment of some enjoyment, some contentment? And offering yourself the phrase, I, re- I rejoice in my happiness. I rejoice in my contentment. Letting the suggestion, the phrase, spread, percolate, suffuse this awareness, taking up our home within this possibility of enjoyment. I rejoice. I delight in my happiness. This is we allow ourselves to come close to our moments of difficulty and suffering, allowing ourselves to come close to the moments of ease, the moments of contentment, the moments of happiness. So maybe choosing one or two of these phrases that resonate for you. I appreciate my effort. I rejoice in this happiness.
I'm grateful for my existence. Dropping in the suggestion, letting it float down in awareness like a feather. Slowly floating to rest on the ground. And you can stay with yourself for as long as you would like to. Or you can start to turn your mind's eye perhaps to the other people around you in this room. particularly if you've noticed a sense of flourishing or happiness or well-being in another person here, somebody who's you've noticed enjoying their sitting out in the sun, Enjoying their cup of tea. Seemingly enjoying their practice, their being here in some way. Taking delight in the sights and the sounds and the smells of the garden. offer them one or more of these phrases. I rejoice in your happiness. I appreciate your effort. 
I delight in your happiness. I'm grateful or I'm glad you exist. Letting the words of the suggestions tease open the possibility of connecting with a greater enjoyment. Notice the sense of an inner smile or an expansiveness in the heart space or a softening in the belly. stay with the image of one person or the image of yourself or you can just allow different different beings as they present themselves to your consciousness turning your mind to beings Beings in a state of enjoyment, a state of flourishing, a state of happiness. Lambs in the field who are excited to be here. A smiling person at the bus stop. your friend enjoying a moment of contentment of ease of thriving 
your friend in the experience of good fortune. Wherever the mind wants to go to catch this thread of gladness. Offering whatever phrase feels most appropriate. I rejoice in your happiness. I delight in your happiness. I'm grateful for your existence. I appreciate your effort.
dropping in the words, dropping in an image, dropping in the intention, whenever you find that the mind has lost the thread. It's returning again and again to this, this frame, this sowing the seeds of mudita.
Thank, thank you for your practice. So we have a period of walking meditation now and I'm going to um, offer a suggestion for that is that you use some of the period for um, doing a practice that sometimes known as uh, sensoring, sensing and savoring and this is a practice of uh, allowing yourself to be drawn towards that which uh, sparks some joy or pleasure or delight in the heart so you know, we can we can think that uh, this practice is uh, very much about I must not get drawn to or attached to sense pleasures, but we're sensory beings, and this, you know, our senses offer us a, a very human gateway into the experience of joy and enjoyment. So. I'm going to suggest that you actually allow yourselves to be drawn to something you notice that's beautiful to look at or to touch or to smell, that you take the opportunity to have an aimless wander in the garden, at least for part of the meditation period. And if you notice something that just sparks some interest or delight, to really let yourself go there, be drawn towards it and explore it with your senses and actually linger with the enjoyment of it. Really drink that in as if you could drink it into the cells of your body. This is, a, a, this is, this is part of the practice. So this is cultivating an abiding of delight and enjoyment and of course the the idea is that we get familiar with the with the resonance and the wavelength of enjoyment it's not that we get you know permanently attached to a daisy or something like that <laughs> but it can be a very heartwarming nourishing practice to do so you have permission to do that for as much of the walking period as you'd like. And then when you feel that actually that's enough of that and it would be nice to have some stability and balance, you can come back to just finding a place to walk and enjoying the experience of walking to and fro. And you might also, as, as other beings uh, pass in front of you, just as earlier we were offering the possibility of... Uh, practicing metta towards the beings that walk in front of you. You might also, if you notice other people's enjoyment, or if you, you, you might just uh, think of offering some of these phrases if they feel appropriate in that moment. So that I rejoice or delight in your happiness. Also, I appreciate your effort, you know, recognizing that there's, uh, there's mudita to be had in the cultivation that we're all doing. Or even... I'm grateful for your existence. I'm glad you're here. <laughs>